This is the state of crypto as I see it today. I'll tell you my history with crypto and where I see it going in the future. So we've just had the Ethereum merge. Bitcoin, I the latest move I made is I sold 0.98 Bitcoin at just a little bit above this a, a week ago after holding it for months. I got really excited about Bitcoin, but then I watched this video called, I watched this documentary on Amazon called Above Top Secret. And it, the people, the, it says that there's en free energy technology that's being kept secret along with like anti-gravity technology and stuff. So I was getting hyped up on Bitcoin and crypto generally as a, this is awesome technology, it's gonna change the world. And while it does have that potential, as long as you got people with so much money that they can just do anything they want to, they're not gonna let Bitcoin change the world. They're not gonna just let it take over. So the way I see crypto today is, I think Ethereum's on the way to push Bitcoin out. I think Ethereum, after the merge, a bunch of people were buying the merge because they wanted to get the free Ethereum proof of work. And now a bunch of people are unloading Ethereum that have wanted to sell for a while. I think Ethereum goes well below a thousand. I was thinking today, I think Bitcoin could even go six, seven thousand because the whole time, if you look at the history of Bitcoin, it has, we've never seen a real down financial market when Bitcoin's been around. So if you look like 2008, Bitcoin was started back when we had a huge financial crisis. And we've not had another one of those since Bitcoin has been around. So, and you, Tesla, Elon Musk sold huge amounts of Bitcoin. I think the global elites are focused in on killing Bitcoin because Bitcoin truly could take on the US dollar as a global reserve currency. And they're using this fake narrative of, oh, it's it uses so much. If, if all you've seen about Ethereum, oh, look how much energy it's saving. Your dryers, people drying clothes uses more energy than Bitcoin mining. Should we just throw stop using dryers and hang dry our clothes? We could save a ton of energy by doing that. Nobody's talking about that because there's no there's no benefit. There's no agenda, but to me it seems that every effort is being made to knock Bitcoin out of number 1 because and that the global elites want Ethereum to knock Bitcoin out of number 1 because Ethereum now with the proof of stake change is controllable. You can just literally I mean, we're talking amounts of money like this is nothing compared to, you know, like global elites holding trillions of dollars of assets. They can just buy, if they don't already, they could just buy the Ethereum network. And it, as I like right after the Ethereum merge, you start seeing articles pop up that people are worried about censorship on Ethereum. Yeah, that was not popular to talk about before the merge, was it? But now it's obvious all you need to do is buy a bunch of Ethereum and you could set the rules for the whole network. Now, that's not something the average person is going to be able to do, but the people who have trillions and trillions of dollars under their disposal, Ethereum to me, if you're a huge money person, Ethereum is the crypto you want because it's enough, you want to take Bitcoin down. Bitcoin, if you're a big money person, is purely annoying because holding Bitcoin doesn't pay you any interest unless you stake it on some marketplace. 
which is sketchy. So I think I think Bitcoin's on the way out. And I'm saying this after I was just a Bitcoin maximalist for three months. I tried that on for a little while. I sold I sold all my almost all my other crypto except lovely Kronos. Uh, who else did any of you any of you here get hyped up about Kronos and get that debit card? I unloaded four grand on Kronos at forty two cents to get the debit card and yeah. I'll be offsetting some losses with that. It's Buddy Holiday says, how do you feel about the NFT movement in gaming? So I let's thank you for, I will focus now. That's my overall kind of market thoughts on crypto. I think Ethereum is going to number one, but I think one reason it's going to go to number one, I think Bitcoin is going to plummet. S. Braze, thanks for the follow. And M187, Tommy888, thank you for the follow. And I'd love to know how you got here. So I will just keep answering your questions as much as possible. I think Ethereum's going to number one, and I think that's gonna happen because global elites are gonna grab more of it, intentionally try once you get Bitcoin out of number one, Bitcoin sucks now. Because basically the only thing Bitcoin's got going for it is that it's number one. It's crappy in terms of dApps, it's crappy in terms of investors wanting to buy it. Sorry, El Salvador, but I, this might not work out for you. So I think Ethereum is going to tank a bit and Bitcoin is going to tank, but I think Ethereum is going to overtake Bitcoin. And that's not like any surprise. But if you look at the Ethereum price, it's higher. It's on the way to being at the highest it's ever been compared to Bitcoin. So if it was up here when in 2017 it got over 0.1. I think we're on the way over there again. I might buy some Ethereum if it gets down below a thousand again. All right, so if you want NFT gaming, I actually just got an email from Gods Unchained. I think NFT gaming has a lot of potential, but there's a lot of problems with NFT gaming. And Nitro Luke was telling me that he was really excited about NFT gaming way, you know, like a year ago. So. God's Unchained just pumped again. And I'm like, man, I wish I bought a bunch of God's Unchained. All right, so let me talk about crypto gaming. This is a good example. What's up? Likewise, S. Braze, thank you for coming in with crypto. Thank you for watching from Australia, likewise. All right, so this is an example of NFT gaming. God's Unchained, and you can give me feedback if you have a different opinion. I think God's Unchained is one of the... My opinion, it's the only crypto game I've actually played. I looked at the other crypto games. I think Gods Unchained, in terms of the quality of the game, is one of the very best games on the market. Deda, thank you for the follow. How'd you end up here? I'd love to get to know how each of you got here, where you're watching from, and I'm answering crypto questions. So NFT gaming has a lot of potential, but... NFT gaming is also kind of a waste in a lot of ways. So with NFT gaming, like I play Gods Unchained. Let me tell you what I've done with Gods Unchained. I bought $1,200 of Gods Unchained at 42 cents. I wish I'd bought it 42 cents. I bought it at over a dollar. Then I sold it to kind of take the loss and rebuy it in like the 30 cent area. Then I became a Bitcoin maximalist, unloaded it right before it pumped to a dollar. So if you if you look over, we need to take a more recent approach with this. So 
I bought Gods Unchained when it was up like here. And then it tanks down to here. I sold it. And then it pumps up here. And I'm like, I need to just become a Bitcoin maximalist. This is annoying. And then if Gods Unchained tanks down here, it comes back up here. So what is the point with this? Well, I've... I, I got I found out about Gods Unchanged because they actually sponsored one of my live streams a few months ago and they might sponsor another one. So at this rate, if they sponsor several more streams, I'll break even. I've put a thousand over a thousand dollars into Gods Unchained right now. I'm rank eight out of twelve, so if I keep playing Gods Unchained, I may get to one of the very top ranks in it. But here's the thing. God Gods Unchained is one of the best crypto games in terms of the quality of the game. It's a good, it's a card game similar to Magic the Gathering or Hearthstone, and it uses NFTs where you actually own the cards and can trade them and sell them. So I've bought over $100 in Gods Unchained NFTs, and I literally just Googled Gods Unchained decks and found a deck with like a 60% win rate in one of the highest things, bought the exact deck, and then I've upgraded some of my cards. But I've actually, I, I'm not making that much money actually playing Gods Unchained and earning on Gods Unchained. Like I made like a dollar. No, I made, I played Gods Unchained like three hours and I made 30 cents. And that's with a deck that's cost more than $100. That's with me winning 8 out of 10 games. And uh, that's with me only being rank 8 out of 12. so the, Or 7 out of 12. So you get more as you get to be the 12, you know, the highest rank. So I guess you could put it backwards. I'm like, if 1 is the highest rank, I'm like 5 out of 12 ranks. And my deck, I guess, it could be like 3 times as better. Basically, it is possible if you're at the very top of Gods Unchained to make five or ten bucks a day in Gods tokens and then occasionally get some, you know, maybe open packs or get something out of that. Now, this is exciting if you live in a country where the dollar is very strong and your currency is crap. But yeah, like Best of Love says, that's crap. It is. Like, I played Gods Unchained three hours and I got like 30 cents. And uh, that's with a deck that's $100. That's with me winning 80% of my games. This, I don't see the play to earn model as being sustainable. So I think NFT gaming, most of the time, it's going to be a crapshoot. Most of the time, it's going to be a waste of time. And uh, it's not sustainable because th the more Gods Unchained gives out Gods tokens the more sell pressure there is and ultimately you if you buy if you are wanting to make a profit off of gods unchained you don't want them to give out a whole bunch of gods unchained to pay people to play the game and i'm a gamer i've played hundreds of games in the last couple years the gaming space is competitive there's a lot of games out there and gods unchained let's look at dap radar Let's look at DAP Radar and we can see some of the other crypto games. And let me know anything you'd like me to chat about on crypto. I've got a lot of experience. Weird, interesting opinions on it. I see Illy's watching from Amsterdam. Silverbells is in LA. Severnice is in Romania. Yes, you are famous for vampires. Let's go. What's up, Grizzle Light? 
Best of love. Thank you for chatting here. This is the most action I've had on my live stream in a long time. And I like it that way. I like being able to just hang out on Twitch and talk to my people. And it's an honor. The Supple Man gave me the biggest raid ever today. It's really great. I'm glad you saw that video I did on Hex. Yeah, I'm brutally honest. I think a lot of cryptos are nothing more than uh, rug pulls, idealistic startups, and in some cases, outright scams. And that's what makes it difficult. So if you look at the DAP radar, I don't even know how to use this on de desktop. Let me see if we can look by games. Lobsangs in NYC, nice. Can you please talk about the film Above Top Secret some more and why it changed your view on crypto? Sure. I've got a video on YouTube where I went into that a bit more. So if you search, I can put a link to that in the chat if you want a lot more of that specific conversation. I'll put the video directly to that and I'll, I'll, I'll talk some about it now because yeah, that video, I'm big into conspiracy theories because I've seen it firsthand. So above top secret, I put the video in the chat for you and we'll talk about that some more. So if you uh, will, and we'll transition over to that from looking at the DAP radar. So you can see these are, and what's challenging with, I would like your opinion on what is the fastest growing crypto community. Because when you look at things, the data is difficult to sort through. Like you look at something like, you know, Splinterlands, and at first it's like up towards the top here, but this is not a top tier game. Like it's a good quality crypto game, but the, the users are grossly inflated because it's on the Hive blockchain. You know, if you look at the volume down here, like the volume's pretty low on it, so it can be difficult to even sort. Hey, I'm glad I could uh, I could come over to your stream earlier, Andrew. All right, so yeah, I'll ask you about the on. Uh, all right, so we'll talk about the movie Above Top Secret. I'll pull. I actually do. I have a presentation already, and this to me has a huge impact on crypto. Oh, I actually have a background ready to go for this. Okay, so this movie. Let me switch that over. There we go. So th this movie's had a huge impact on my thinking on crypto and uh, really not single-handedly. I'm big into conspiracy theories. And if you think that can, I have, of course, you know, I talked to my brother and he's like, well, the human beings want to believe in conspiracy theories to just point at someone and say they're evil and that's why everything is the way it is. But the only reason we have conspiracy theories and the only difference between truth and conspiracy theories is that someone takes someone who's in power decides the truth is inconvenient and therefore puts out lies as the official position and from there you get conspiracy theories that then go into the truth so what's tricky with conspiracy theories is you don't know exactly which ones are true and which ones are false and if you're in power, that's the exact design of it. Keep people confused, keep people guessing, and in fact, it seems that the same people who are responsible for giving us all these lies, they also intentionally put people into the conspiracy communities to then spin up false conspiracies. And 
get people going. So, hey, what's up, Ty? Nice to see you today. And the only difference between misinformation and disinformation versus what's true is power. If you are powerful enough, whatever you say and what you think should be true is true or else, or else you can make people hurt and suffer because if they're not following what you think should be true, you can take them down. But at a certain level of power, there's nothing. So as this relates to crypto, I've seen a bunch of what you call conspiracy movies. I have firsthand been impacted in several ways that leave me certain that a lot of the conspiracy theories are true. There are definitely some false ones. There are definitely some ones that have, for example, a lot of alien abductions may actually be done by human beings that are part of a secret organization trying to prepare people for a fake alien invasion. So, you know, maybe the alien abductions themselves are false or, you know, that you're not getting the proper narrative. But I've seen firsthand, I've seen some kind of a UFO myself firsthand. And Dr. Stephen Greer, who made the documentary Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind, he's the same guy behind this documentary. I followed his protocol to contact extraterrestrials myself, and it worked for me. And I didn't even do it with anybody else. I just did it with myself. So in previous ones, and I'm going to wrap this into crypto in a minute. So I have seen firsthand that I, I saw a craft above my house one night, which is exactly where I asked it to appear. Now, it took over a month from me making the request and being persistent with the request. But basically, if you are human beings that have advanced a lot materially in the last hundred years, but we're just getting started on our spiritual development. And once you get developed spiritually, you understand telepathy, you understand that every being everywhere is connected through thought to any other being instantaneously. And if I reach out to an extraterrestrial species and ask them to come say hi and uh, provide a very clear reason, my reason is that I'm into all this stuff, I wanna see if it's true or not. And uh, that's that was my reason. I said, and I'm sober. I don't do any drugs. And uh, I've been sober for eight and a half years. I go to Alcoholics Anonymous every day. I don't do any drugs. I was 100% sober at the time. This, So what I saw is walking my dog. I saw a light that kind of just, at first I didn't think anything. It looked like a helicopter was overhead, but no sound. And like with a spotlight, kind of aimed a bit over in my direction. I looked up. But then it went, it just ripped across the whole sky. Like it was stationary. Maybe, I'm not sure how high above my house. It was a, a decent distance above my house, about a helicopter height. And I'm looking up at it and all of a sudden it just tears across the whole sky. I'm like, whoa, there it was. And I was on the phone with my mom and I'm like, I saw it, mom, I just saw a UFO. And... Uh, I was like, this is awesome. And then my own mind skepticism kicked in. Like, did you really see a UFO? Did you, you know, was that just a street light that you got confused or something? Like, my mind came in with the dumbest stuff and I'm like, I asked to see one and I saw one. So, I know there is a lot of truth to some conspiracies. I cannot say exactly which ones are yes and no. But, 
So as this relates to Bitcoin and crypto, so what he says in this movie, and uh, I am uh, I have a very high confidence that our governments and companies that are working together, it's essentially one thing now. Our governments and companies are essentially merged into what you could call the military-industrial complex. And uh, the military-industrial complex from what he says in here, from what I've seen, from what feels true to me, it has very high technology that is secret. And uh, one example of that is what you would think of as free energy, zero point energy devices, like a Tesla device, where you could basically just power a whole neighborhood with a little device that's not that hard to make that draws upon planetary zero point energies. And that this has been kept secret because it would annihilate so many industries and people that have massive amounts of money would lose massively from uh, this getting out there. So, it's, I mean, think of it. One of the, some people say that it's the petrol dollar, that the price of the US dollar is really tied to oil. And if you let this technology out there, it annihilates oil almost totally except in manufacturing. It annihilates nuclear power. It annihilates coal. It annihilates natural gas. It annihilates all the old cars you had out there. Even things like Tesla, these cars with batteries, those aren't necessary anymore either. So think about it. It's only logical if you are sitting on a trillion dollars in assets and you have access to technology that would annihilate the majority of your portfolio the logical self-centered thing to do would be to just keep that secret, use it yourself. And then if you feel like releasing it at some point, release it. So that led me, and there's a, I've seen a bunch of pe people saying similar things to this. And I started to think about this in terms of cryptocurrency because I was thinking with crypto, like, I was getting all idealistic with crypto like a lot of you probably are that you know we can change the world and when I was a Bitcoin maximus I'm like we can change the world all we all need to do is buy Bitcoin and it'll screw the US dollar over and Bitcoin can replace the US dollar as a global reserve currency and I was all idealistic on that and then and then look at that If you've got people that are powerful enough that they can decide things like free energy should be secret, I don't think they're going to get caught off guard by Bitcoin. And I think if they didn't like Bitcoin, I think they don't like Bitcoin, but it's not a threat. It's not a threat to them because they have so much money and power. You know, from the, from their point of view, a 300 and some billion dollar market cap that's significantly overinflated because people don't actually have that much Bitcoin they can transact because a lot of it's been lost. This is not a threat. It's an annoyance at most and it's something that could easily be fixed by getting a currency like Ethereum into proof of stake where you can then just buy the network and control exactly what happens to it. And I see the, the, the intelligent move is to make Ethereum number one, that'll get rid of Bitcoin. Now you have no more concerns about some crypto potentially replacing your precious US dollar, which is the, the primary tool you use to control the world.
Ty says, can you teach us how to become a millionaire? I did do a video about that before too. Caviar and Crypto said, Joe Rogan discusses aliens as well. Yes, I listened to Joe Rogan do a couple of different podcasts, one with Bob Lazar and another one with a guy who said he'd been abducted by aliens. 80 years ago, people were terrified when this War of the Worlds broadcast came on. Today, the average person already believes in aliens or would not be surprised by the existence of aliens. I think when we expect something, you know, today we are prepared to hear that aliens are reality, which is why our governments are disclosing finally that, hey, there's some UFOs flying around here. Really, we've known that pretty much throughout human history. Thanks for finally admitting that with all these incredible military tools. I'm glad in, 2000, in the 2020s, we've finally got some honesty from the government in terms of UFOs. Wow, isn't this amazing? My ham sandwich. Appreciate you chatting. If <laughs> Don't banish users says, if I don't watch Jerry, it means I'm not committed to self-improvement. I am huge. I am huge about self-improvement, yes. I'm big into self-improvement. Hey, buddy, holidays. I'm glad you like the channel. Thanks for asking that about... Thanks for asking that. So this is where I see the current state of crypto today. I see that crypto is a very powerful technology, but it's not something that will change the world single-handedly. You listen to these Bitcoin maximalist podcasts, and if, if there were no conspiracy theories, if we existed and everything is just as it seems, like the government is really people we've elected, and our corporate leaders are operating in a way that's honest and transparent, if things were really like that, then there, there wouldn't be documentaries like this that have so much good evidence and so many good points that things are not operating like that. Our governments, our elections are a distraction at this point. Our elections are a distraction. It doesn't matter whether Biden or Trump wins. It, does, it didn't matter whether Hillary or Trump win. It's a distraction because whoever gets in that office is going to do what they're told or they're going to have severe JFK-style consequences. It does, at this point, we've totally, collectively, as the people, we've lost control of our democracy. It's, it's not a democracy. It's a dictatorship. It's a military dictatorship that is run at a level some of us are starting to comprehend. Like, wow, our entire election cycle is a distraction. It's a show. It's pretending like we're really electing somebody, but it doesn't matter who gets elected. I heard that Barack Obama was all idealistic and he came into the Oval Office and they sat him down and gave him the talk that the new presidents get who don't already know about this beforehand. And I guess Barack was not in on this beforehand. They gave Barack the talk and Barack was just left crying and like, how is it like this? How is this what I've got into? You know, he was talking about change that we can believe in and they gave him the talk that basically, Barack, you're going to do exactly what we tell you to do or there will be the most severe consequences you can imagine. And uh, you can see how that would be pretty distressing. And you can see clearly, like looking at Barack Obama, 
things have not changed much through Bush, Barack, Trump, and Biden. Things have been, it's like the same military dictator has ran the government my entire life. Would you please join Suppleman's crypto group? Sure, I will be happy to do that. Yes, thank you for inviting me here. So what's up, Tommy? Thanks for the chat. So this is the state I see. We seem to be clearly in a world where people have so much money. A small group of people have so much money and so much power. The idealism for crypto will not make a difference. What will make it, in other words, Bitcoin is not going to change the world. Ethereum is not going to change the world. It's it's cool. It's providing some new technology, but what we really need is a change of consciousness. We need more of us to get into a collective consciousness state where we stop thinking about ourselves and just making money for ourselves and our families and our friends and our countries. And we start thinking about how can looking at everybody on the planet as an equal instead of an obstacle, where we divide attention up equally instead of putting you know some tragedy on the news and you got hundreds of millions of people around the world praying for a very small group of people that doesn't need that many prayers and then you got tens of thousands of people starving to death every day and hardly anybody thinks about them and with just a tiny bit of attention we've got enough food to feed everybody so i was really into crypto and i'm very skeptical now and especially if you look at crypto and you don't care that much about making money for yourself, what I'm interested to see is where would it help the collective for me to participate in crypto? If if I'm not just thinking how do I make a profit, but I'm thinking where would it really help? I'm I'm seeing a bit in crypto gaming. So I'll wrap this recording up and then we'll go into crypto and web three next.